Okay, gentlemen, good morning. We're continuing the Havot Levavot that's discussing the battles of the Yetzirah. We left off discussing how the Yetzirah is capable of throwing his arrows to make things that are clear to us and emet and known to us, he's able to make from something that we know is emet, he's able, able to make it, at least for the moment, safik. He's able to make it like in doubt. That's one of the weapons of the Yetzirah, that he's capable for the moment of the ta'ava, of the desire that a person has for something, that he's able to take something that the person knows is not appropriate or knows he needs to do it. And for the moment, he's able to create a doubt about what he already knows. And with the doubt, a person will fall like we see all the time. So continues the Havot Levavot and says, Ve'im tizaher mimenu. Says the Havot Levavot, this is not a losing battle. Which means the Yetzirah was given the capability and the permission to enter your thoughts and to create doubts in your mind about what you know already is clear. So it seems like a losing battle. He says, it's not a losing battle. If you will be careful from him, which is what we're doing right now. We're learning how to be careful from him. We're learning about it. We're trying to see ahead by seeing the different challenges ahead of us. If you will be careful from him. And you go to war. You go to fight him. Look at these words. Means... With the weapon of your mind. Amazing. Last time we learned that he has a weapon. He has a weapon. His weapon, we said the greatest weapon he has, is to put doubt in what you already know is true. That's his weapon. But says the Havot Lavot, you also have a weapon. The Iron Dome of the Yetzirah. He says, you have a weapon. Actually, it's different than the Iron Dome. It's not just protection. It has, he says, he says, you have a weapon. Beneshek, sikhlecha. This weapon is your mind. It's good to know that we have weapons too. Don't feel helpless when it comes to the Yetzirah. Sometimes a person feels helpless. But he says, no, no, you have a weapon. The weapon is your mind. Which means, if you have your mind activated, the weapon of your mind is up and running. You will be able to block his missiles from you. Unbelievable. He's throwing at you missiles to create havoc in your life by creating doubt and pulling you down 
and never letting you become the person you should become. That's his missiles. He says, you have to go and fight with him with your weapon. Your weapon is your mind. And when your mind is being used properly, then he says, and you will be able to remove his missiles that are on you. And then you will be saved and escape him with the help of Hashem. What is he talking about over here exactly? He's saying something. He's saying that a person, when it comes to the Yetzirah, who has his weapons, we have to use our weapons. We have to know what our weapons are. What does it mean that the weapon that we have is our mind? Let me share with you a very critical Rambam. People have to know this Rambam by heart. Very important Rambam. The Rambam, you'll find it at the end of Hilchot Isurebi'ah. Isurebi'ah is 22 chapters of the Rambam that talk about all different types of relationships that are forbidden. 22 chapters full of halachot, of forbidden relationships. The end of the 22nd chapter, the last halacha, Says the Rambam, a person should be careful to have the following minhag, custom. What's, what should be our custom? People talk about minhagim. Nice. It's important to have customs. It's important to follow customs. Well, here's one of the customs that Rambam writes about. Take on this custom. That a person should stay far away from sehok. Sehok means lightheaded laughter. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be happy. Sehok means people sit around and make all kinds of jokes, they make all kinds of hints, all kinds of different. Uh, Things that come into their mind to make people laugh and their lightheadedness. That type of lightheadedness leads a person to have a very weak mind of protection from desires of arayot. So he says, be careful. One of our customs should be that we should stay far away from these kinds of conversations that are lightheaded conversations. That their purpose is just to laugh. There are certain conversations that the whole goal of the conversation is to laugh. It's okay to laugh when you're having a conversation. It's nice to laugh. It's nice to have a good time. But sometimes the purpose of the whole talk is just to laugh. We sit around just to talk. Be careful with that. When you socialize for the purpose of socializing, that's called sehok. Having social interaction with people is a very important part of life. You see somebody, you give them proper respect, 
You give him a nice compliment. You tell him a nice hidush, what you learned, what you've seen, what you did, things that are relevant, things that might be helpful to you and him. All, the, all that is very important. We need to connect to people. But if the whole purpose of the connection is that me and you have nothing to do, and therefore we found something to do in which is to speak to each other, and we have nothing really important other than the talking to each other, it's just nonsense talk. Again, if you're going to visit somebody who's lonely, and you sit talk to them with nonsense for half hour, that's, not, that's a good thing. Because your goal there isn't sehok. Your goal is to keep them occupied. Huh? It's wasteful time through talking. Again, if you're accomplishing something, right? You go on a date with somebody, obviously you got to talk. The purpose of that talk is to get to know each other, to understand each other, to bring out the, the feelings of each person, the ruach of each person. Okay, that, that, that has a purpose. Talking in life has to have a purpose. Either you're learning, or you're teaching, or you're representing yourself, or you're helping, or you're sharing some kind words. But if it's just that we are going together, Leshem, for the purpose of, of socializing, that's what the Rambam is talking about. The minhag in your life should be, your custom should be, stay away from such a place. Stay away from such conversations. Again, I don't want to be misunderstood. You go to somebody's wedding. You wish them mabruk. You say a few nice words. You sit down and you eat. You dance with the hatan. Beautiful, no problem. All that's beautiful. But when it becomes a sitting around of just empty discussions, says the Rambam, take on this custom. Stay away from sehok. The Rambam is not telling you this, by the way, because he's discussing the, the, the subject of sehok. He's not talking here about you know, the way people hang out or talk. He's discussing here hilchot isurebi'ah, which we know is a very strong yetzara, that a person has a very strong yetzara for ta'ava, for desires. Says the Rambam, if you want to protect yourself from the desires that bring a person into this, that bring a person down in this world, that frustrate a person, that make him feel in a ve- not in a good way and make him and put him in very bad places. It says that Imam, you want to be protected from the ta'avot, from the desires that bring you down. So he says, be careful, stay far away from such interactions. There's one custom. Want another custom? He says another custom. Stay away from. Umin hashikhrut. Stay away from drinking. Any place that has its flag as drinking. One more time. Min hashikhrut means any place. That's celebra- celebrating alcohol, stay away from it. Doesn't matter where it is. 
Again, minashikhrut means an environment of alcohol, an environment where people are looking to find a high, not through their actions or through their wisdom, but they're looking for external highs. Any such place, you need to have a custom, stay away from it. You see a table of guys drinking, move on. Go to the next table, don't sit there. You see a party going on, we're drinking, move on. Don't go there. Don't say, I'm going to go there and I'm not going to drink. He's not even telling you not to drink. He's saying, just stay away from shikhrut. Stay away from drinking. Don't sit on the table. Whether it's a party, whether it's a gathering in somebody's house, or whether, even in shul, whether it's a wedding, whatever it might be, stay away from a place that celebrates drinking. You're not in a good place. Again, if a person has a cup of wine, that's not called celebrating drinking. If a person drinks something, it's not called celebrating drinking. But when you walk, when you sit around and you see people throwing the bottles from one place to the other and looking at the labels, and one guy saying, wow, I can't believe, how old is that one? Whoa, how much is that one? If you hear people celebrating the, the bottles and they're looking at it like a Sefer Torah and hugging it, stay away from that table. Again, even if you're not drinking, he's not saying don't drink. Stay away. Make your custom. Make a nice, look at the Rambam. It says beautiful. Just follow the Rambam. You have a beautiful life. Take on the following minhagim. These are good minhagim to take on. Baruch Hashem, Kalal Israel has many good customs. Each kehillah has many good customs. It says the Rambam, take on this custom for yourself. Make this your red line. Again, socializing for socializing purpose stay away from that environment stay away don't go there people are drinking celebrating drinking stay away means low kind of discussion Low discussion. People discuss things that are not so appropriate. <laughs> the third custom of the Rambam. Stay away from conversations that are talking about things that are not appropriate. Low things. Jokes that people like to make. Different nuances that people like to refer to with their words. Stay away. That means a person watching a movie, a person watching some kind of show. That brings the strength of the Yetzir Hara and you feel out of control because you have no power to fight him. But little do you know, it's because you're not following the customs of the Rambam. The Rambam stay, says, stay away. Don't be around it. Not, he didn't say, don't talk low. He didn't say, don't. He says, lehitrahek. Stay away 
from such places. Don't let your ears listen to such conversations, even if you're not having them. Don't listen to others, whether they're close to you or they're on a screen. It doesn't make a difference. Stay away. You see a conversation of people that's not so classy, that's not so appropriate, just move on. We're not saying you should take a sword and start killing people or doing that. Just let it be your custom. Your custom. You see such a place, you move away. You don't stay there. Says the Rambam, She'elu gormin gedolim hem. He says these, these three customs. Imagine. Imagine a 15 or 16 year old took on these three customs for the rest of his life. You know what kind of person you would be? No nonsensical socializing, no alcohol, and no discussions that is low. No dirty jokes, no, none of that stuff. Stay away from it. You don't hear it, you don't see it. Says the Rambam, why did I tell you? The Rambam is not a poet. Rambam is giving you halakha. This is halachot. Hilchot isurebi'ah. The Rambam is telling you clear these three customs. He calls them gormin gedolim hem. These three areas are huge causes, not just causes. They're huge causes for sin and for being in the wrong places, for doing the wrong things. You might wake up in life one day and realize, what did I do? The Rambam will tell you, I'll tell you what you did. You're only looking at the end. You're only seeing the wrong that you did. But I'm telling you where it started. That's the wisdom of the Rambam to allow us to see the disaster before it happens. You know why you're not satisfied from life? You know why you're not as happy as you should be in life? You know why you're frustrated in life? You know why you're involved in the wrong things in life? You know why? You might say it's because of this or it's because of that. Says the Rambam. These are huge causes. Again, these are innocent causes. A guy sitting around in a room, people drinking. What, 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 what is he doing wrong? If I'm in a place where people are just talking nonsense, what's, what's the problem? It doesn't look like it's very big. So they're, so they're talking low. I'm not talking low. One might say, what am I doing so bad? Says the Rambam, these are great causes. And these are what brings the Yetzirahara. It invites the Yetzirahara in his strength to your body, to your mind, and you become helpless. Basically, the Rambam is saying that involvement in these areas is an invitation to the Yetzirahara to come and join you anywhere you go in life. And then wake up one morning and you say, I, I, I can't stop. I can't get this off my mind. I can't be, I can't. Of course you can't. Because you brought and invited the Yetzirah. Once you invite him, it's hard to get rid of him. Hard to get a, 
rid of a person that you invited to your party. If you don't invite him, it's one thing. If he tries to come in, and if he's not invited, you call security guard. But it's very hard to throw him out of a party that you invited him to. It says that Ambam, these are the three areas, three minhagim. A person should talk about these three customs constantly. Should be upheld by each person. Teach our children. These are the three customs that in this family we're taking on. Besides all the beautiful customs of Avi Israel, these are the customs that comes out of the words of the Rambam. Beautiful words. Okay, great. If we stopped here, we already did great. Walked out today with a wealth of knowledge. It's not a lot of information, but it's a wealth of knowledge. Three simple things that a person should stay away from. Says the Rambam, Yetera mikol zot. Wow. And more than all of this, we thought he's done. Now he says, and more than all of this, I'm not sure what he means, more, meaning perhaps he means even more careful, Amru, Hazal tell us, Yafne atzmo umahashavto ledivre Torah, that a person needs to occupy his mind in Torah. In wisdom. Two things he's saying here. He's saying your mind should be occupied in learning. Which means, perhaps, that the first three customs is an invitation to the Yetzirah. So now you did that. He's not invited. But guess what? If your mind is empty, it says, Habor Rek and Bomaim. It says by Yosef, when they threw him into the bore, into the pit, it says it was empty. Embomaim has no water in it. Hazal ask us if he if he just told me it's empty. Well, of course there's no water. If there's water, so it's not empty. Why does it say and the bore the the pit is empty and it has no water? Hazal tells us no because it's Hazal say no. Haborek embomaim only there's no water. But Nehashim Akravim Yeshbo. But it had snakes, it had scorpions in it. It's only empty from water. Haborek, not totally. Haborek Embomaim. But there were scorpions in there. Our rabbis explain beautifully that this is a mashal as well for Torah and a person's mind. A person's mind. And Maim Ela Torah. Hazal compare water to Torah. 
when a per when a boar has water, there's no room for nehashim, for snakes, for scorpions. A well that's full of water has no place for such animals, for such destructive animals. But once a boar, once a hole has no water, then now becomes a haven, a safe haven for Nehashim and Akrabim, all the animals, the, the dangerous animals that can come occupy this boar. That's what happened by Yosef. Because there's no Maim. That's why they were Nehashim and Akrabim. And the same in the human mind. What's the Maim of the human mind? What's the water of the human? And Maim Ella Torah. Just like you need water to keep life moving. The majority of the human body is water. You need water to stay alive. That's in the physical world. But spiritually, you also need water. That water is called Torah. The wisdom of the Torah. The chokhmah of the Torah. You need that water to be occupying your mind constantly. And what happens if the sechel of the mind is rek? What happens when it's void of water? What happens when your mind is not constantly learning? You're not constantly adding wisdom? What happens to your mind when it stops learning? All the enemies that are coming to destroy you spiritually are going to enter your mind. There's no such thing as a mind that's empty or it's filling itself with water, with wisdom. And if it's not automatically, the destructive forces of the mind come in to destroy the person. Unbelievable, says the Rambam. He says, a person, more than all the customs I gave you. I gave you customs not to invite the Yetzirah into your mind. But says Rambam Yetzirah Mizot. More than this, he can come without your invitation. If your mind stays empty and is not moving forward by learning, spending your free time as much as you can, enhancing your mind, then you're leaving your mind empty. And even if you don't invite the Yetzirah into your mind, because you're not staying, you're not going to these places, what's going to happen is your mind automatically is going to have these evil forces that destroy your life. That's why it says that Rambam, make sure, make sure to occupy yourself with wisdom, you should be learning as much as you can. Keep your mind constantly learning. And he says, What does he add that? He says, a person's thoughts should be in Torah. Constantly your Torah learning. Pick up a Mishnah, learn Mishnayot, Gemara, learn Halakha. 
learn. People say, ah, nothing to learn. Nothing to learn. You know how much there is to learn? You could learn from now till thousands of years and you won't have enough time to finish. There's so much to learn. So much to learn in every subject. And today, Baruch Hashem, it's so much easier, so much assistance in, in books, in, in recordings, in what's available to a person. A person should make sure his mind is fully occupied in learning when he can. So he already said that. <laughs> means get your mind to be free in order to learn. So what does it mean? What does it mean? And you should widen your mind, your da'at with wisdom. Why is that different than learning Torah? Yarhiv dato. What does it what does it mean to widen your da'at with wisdom? What is that different than learning? Remember, the Ramam is not a poet. He doesn't write poetry. Ramam is writing halakha. He already said to you, make sure you occupy your mind in learning. What does it mean to widen your da'at with wisdom? What does that mean? Yarhiv dato means to widen your da'at. Meaning you got to learn more. Don't limit you. Don't say, oh, you know, I'm very good in Hilchot Shabbat. Oh, no, I'm very good in Musar. I'm very good. I know all the Musar books. You have to constantly open up your mind. There's so many subjects to learn. Shohan Aruch itself starts with waking up in the morning. It goes through your day. All the halachot of tefillah. All the halachot of berachot. Do you know all the halachot? Learn them, study them. Hilchot Shabbat, Hilchot Eruvin, all the different halachot of Eruv, which place you're allowed to carry, which place you're not allowed to carry. Hilchot of Ta'anit, Hilchot of the holidays, Hilchot of Pesach, Hilchot of Sukkah, Hilchot of Rosh Hashanah. Every, every holiday we have has many, many, many halachot. Don't just be satisfied with having a basic knowledge of Shabbat. Basically, I'm Shomer Shabbat. I don't drive, I don't turn on lights, I don't cook, I go to shul, I put on my suit, so I know Chol Shabbat. Yarhiv dato. There's much more to Shabbat. Open your mind. Get used to knowing. Get, get accustomed to more. Halachot of Shabbat. And it's endless the amount of information that there is in Chokmah. Don't be satisfied with having a basic understanding. Widen the scope of your knowledge. Open yourself up to more subjects. Like he's saying also something correct. means that you should learn in depth as much as you can. Which means... Even if you widen the scope of your knowledge, let's say you tell me, okay, I now, in my mind, after so many years, I've studied every subject there is to study in the wisdom of the Torah. It's a lot. I went through all the Mishnayot, he went through all the Gemara, he went through all the Shuhan Aruch. It's unbelievable. Who could say that? Who could say that they've done what David just recommended? To go and study all the subjects. But even then, you're not done yet. That's, that's going in width. You went in width. 
you spread yourself from left to right and you opened up on both sides as much as possible. But then there's also your hiv dato in depth. They're stretching yourself from side to side. That's what David's talking about. That's as much knowledge as you can. Very important. You have to know Bikyut. Yes, you have to know a lot of things. You can't study everything in depth. Because if you study everything in depth, you won't study anything. Every subject in depth could take you months. So you're not going to know anything till you study every subject in depth. You'll, you never finish. So you have to have a very good knowledge of everything from right to left. You got to widen the scope of information. Keep learning. But at the same time, you have to have time to also marhiv, to go and stretch it in depth. You got to keep going down. As you go down, you start digging. You start uncovering things. Oh, wow, I never knew that was there. Wow, look, look at that well that's there. I never knew it was there. Oh, my goodness, look what's there. Look at the gold mine that's there. I never knew it was there. You could only find, Hashem made it amazing, that all the things in life that are very precious, you have to dig to get to them. Amazing thing. You want to get the gold, silver, diamonds, precious stones? They're not on top of the mountain. You got to go, and you got to go mining it. Oil, you're not going to see it. Uh, you know, the water, you see it on the surface. But to see oil, you got to go mine. Gas, natural gas, where do they find it? You got to go look mining it. The precious commodities in life need to be stretched downwards. That's how it is by Torah. A person has to learn in depth the same time that he's stretching from right to left, he has to stretch from up down. He has to be able to learn in depth to understand things. That's called Yerhev Dato. Beautiful, beautiful words. So the Rambam is saying, again, let's, let's review the Rambam. Three minagim of what to stay away from. And now, says the Rambam, you're not done yet. Yetera, which means all that's a preparation. The, the, the preparation for the top of the line. What's the top? That a person should leave time and leave space in his mind to learn. means you, should, you have to make some free time. You can't tell me I'm too busy. You can't say, well, I work 24 hours a day. Okay, you shouldn't do that. You have to find time. In your life, you have to find time as much as possible to fill yourself up with Torah. And you have to widen the scope like we already explained. Now listen to these words. Listen to these words of the Rambam, such holy words. You ready after all this? She'en mahshevet arayot mitgaberet arayot is the desire for relationships that are not appropriate. Now, arayot happens to be perhaps the greatest strength of desire that we have. But all the desires are also considered ta'ava. The arayot one maybe represents all of them. He says that the thoughts of arayot, which means a person who is unable to control himself in the world of arayot, means when a desire comes to you in life, whether it's arayot or less than that. 
and you're not able to control yourself. You know where that's come from? In Mahshevet Arayot. The desire of Arayot, it only gets strong. Ella, Belev, Panui, Mina Chokmah. Unbelievable words. He says that your desires in life, in general, your desires in life are only able to have strength when your mind is empty. When your mind is empty of wisdom, you become a vessel of your desires. Your desires become very powerful and they have the power to lure you into things that you know isn't good for you, isn't right for you. You might say, my desires are too strong. I can't stop doing that. I can't stop going here. I can't stop. Says that I'm bound. Let me tell you why you can't stop. Because your ta'avot, your desires are very powerful. They're gibor. When your ta'avot are a gibor, when they're so powerful, you can't do anything. But says the Rambam, how they become so gibor? Why, why? Your desire, you're a different human being than the guy next to you. How did your desires become so powerful? Says the Rambam, because you left your mind empty of wisdom. A mind that's empty of wisdom is an invitation to the power of the Yetzirah and his desires. Says the Rambam, therefore make sure that you constantly occupy yourself in Torah, in learning, in wisdom. And don't stop. A person stops, runs out. This is not something where you have on Monday and it lasts you for the week. You have to have as much time as you have. Again, could be 10 minutes a day. Could be an hour. Could be two hours. Could be, everybody knows. Hashem will give a person the time in order to do it. Just take advantage of your time. The more you take advantage of your time, the more Hashem gives you opportunities. You don't have to look at the people learning 15 hours a day and say, oh, I can't do that. That's really learning. 15 hours a day is learning. I could only do 15 minutes. doesn't matter. It's not about how much. It's about how much you could do. If you could do 15 hours, you do 15 minutes, that's called an empty mind. And if all you have is 15 minutes, that's called a full mind. You have to know that Hashem doesn't expect us to do more than we are capable of doing. So if right now in my life I'm only able to do 15 minutes, then 15 minutes is going to be enough to fill my mind with wisdom. But the minute I have an extra 15 minutes, an extra half hour, an extra 45 minutes, and I don't use it, so now I'm letting my mind sit idle, and then I bring again the Nehashim and the Akrabim. I invite the Yetzirah inside of me. It's not about the amount of time that you learn. It's about the amount of time that you have. So whatever capacity you have, you fill it up. And the, the rule is, when you fill up your capacity, you start 15 minutes a day, 
you'll see soon, you have extra 20 minutes. Make sure you take advantage of those 20 minutes. Because those 20 minutes can destroy you. But, but, but what do you mean? Before I never learned at all. And now I occupied 50 minutes. I know, that was good when you had 50 minutes. Now you have 20 more. Now you have 30 more. Hashem will give you more time. Make sure you take advantage of it. Make sure that your mind doesn't stay idle. Hashem will give you opportunities to continue to put wisdom into your mind. This is a Rambam that everybody has to memorize, has to know by heart. It should be on posters. Amazing Rambam. <laughs> the bottom line, Rabotai. Let's review this Rambam. The Rambam is a beautiful explanation of what the Havot Levavot is saying. The Havot Levavot, how we started. The Havot Levavot says, you have your own weapons. You're dealing with an enemy who has weapons. You have your own weapons. Your weapon is your mind. And with your mind, you're able to get rid of all the missiles that he's throwing at you. What's he talking about? Says Rambam, let me explain to you. This is what he's talking about. Take on three customs. Don't stay around people who are just socializing for no reason. Don't stay around an environment of drunkenness. Where people are getting high. Don't stay around people who are having low kind of talk. Just stay away from them. That's all. They're not bad people. They're not evil people. You shouldn't go. I'm not saying to go tell them how terrible it is. That's not the most. Just stay away from it. Go into a different corner. Go, get to, go, go talk to somebody else. But don't be around such tables, such environments, says the Rambam. And says the Rambam, and make sure your mind is constantly being filled. Leave space in your mind for wisdom, for Torah, and continuously look to expand your knowledge, both in width and in depth, and make sure you don't leave empty time in your mind for doing nothing because Rambam says there's no greater strength of desire that settles into your mind than a lev, than a mind that's panui mina hochma, that's empty of wisdom. A mind that's empty of wisdom is a mind full of snakes and scorpions that destroy a person's happiness, destroy a person's decision making, destroy many, many things that he wants in his life, he's not capable. Why? Because there are all these powers in his mind that are destroying at him. Where these powers come from? Who invited them? Because the bore, because the well is not full with water. If you filled up your well with water, you wouldn't have these scorpions. Get rid of your desires that are out of control when you Fill your mind with wisdom. A Rambam that each person needs to take really home. And as that Hashem will see tremendous. Amen.